but it's okay. I mean, can, get off my wire. Yeah, you can always like a boot up the, the upload it. I guess it's just not live. Yeah, I don't even think Facebook will let you upload videos that are too long. Like you know how our videos been hours. So I don't. I doubt they would ever let you do that. I tried sometimes on different platforms. I wasn't able to do it. But all right. But yeah, here we go. It started already. All right, guys. You know what the drill is. It's your boy, Dr. J, Sean Christopher Jenkins. And then right here, we got Einstein, Justin Lee Howell. We're back at it again. I got, We got a treat for you today, all right? So I saw a quote that really touched me, and I told Justin that I want to do a video on this quote. Now, if you go to my YouTube channel, uh, Upload Past Crossroads, you'll see that I have a, a bunch of playlists, but I want you to focus on these playlists. So. The quote of the, I have a playlist on my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads, and it's titled Quotes of the Day. So every once in a while, I take a quote that I find that touches me and sparks something in me that I know that's motivating, that's going to touch y'all, and I share it with you guys. Like, what does the Bible have to say about it? What does God have to say about it? Just all, all those type of things. So check out that playlist on my YouTube channel. And then also, this video is about to be motivated. Like, if you feel stuck, if you feel like, if you feel like you're trapped, and, you, and you're scared to try again, if failure has got to you, this video is for you, like spoiler alert, all right? So, and then that leads me to another playlist on my YouTube channel, failure, right? So just type these things in and look for it on my playlist on uh, Epilogue Past Crossroads. But uh, yeah, so that's all I'll say right there, and let's just go ahead and get to it. So let's go ahead and see the quote and uh, break this down, man. So here goes the quote. Let me make it real big so everybody can see it perfectly. But the quote of the day is this. Let's go ahead and get to the video and read it. So the quote reads, God has put a promise in your heart. Maybe it's been years. You tried and it didn't work out. You had some setbacks, but God is saying, begin again. Start praying again. Start expecting again. And that's the quote. All right. I know that touched you guys. Did y'all feel it? Like, did it bless your soul? I'm going to read it again. I mean, y'all see it, right? So, all right. God has put a promise in your heart. Maybe it's been years. You tried and it didn't work out. You had some setbacks, but God is saying, begin again. Start praying again. Start expecting again. This is the quote, guys. This quote, some quotes just, you know, fire me up. Some quotes just give me hope and inspiration. And, ah, man, just give me the revelation I need for my life to apply and everything. Yeah, you get guys going, saying, But, Justin, I'll let you lead it off, man. Yeah, man. And it's, uh, I'll start with the first um first sentence too like god has put a promise in your heart that way of a verse in romans two fifteen, they show that the work of the law is written on it, while their conscience also bears witness and their conflicting thoughts accuse or even excuse the, i feel like god speaks to people through their hearts sometimes like we've been given that we've been given a new heart of the spirit it's no longer a heart of the flesh it's a heart of the spirit and god, god communicates through us with that if we sometimes we don't open the door for him to talk through our hearts but like it's every morals the laws are written on our hearts the the way we know that creatures of god is because a lot of times we we kind of what's 
good and righteous and what's bad and evil. Like everyone knows killing is bad. bad. Um, there's like an unwritten honor code among civilizations. Studies of a civilization is to survive or at least be long lasting. It has to do that God has already identified in the Bible. So these laws, these and how we know that God is speaking to us can be through our heart. And sometimes it's discouraging, though, when, like, those plans don't come to pass. Like, I'll this up a little bit, so I'll just stick with one story for now. But, man, like, uh, the story of Joseph, like, man, like, like uh, Joseph had a dream. <laughs> Sorry, that's King Jr. there. But he had a dream from God. Like, he would be lifted up. And like he bragged to his doom. Man, he got thrown, he got beat up and thrown down into a well. Uh, or I'm sold off for slavery. But like year and then year of chance. Like he had good standing with the powers to be. He had good standing with the royal. And then what happens? Like he's accused of cheating and he gets thrown into jail. So man, what's what happened for him? Like what was written on his heart what were all those dreams about like i definitely god has a plan for you god has written these things on your heart but sometimes uh, it's not in god's timing we just just have to wait for that i'm i'm gonna let uh sean jump in for that even joseph even like several people that were chosen like had to wait for god's plans to come to fruition mm. But man, you can't be to look at the word, look at his promises, and get our encouragement from that. Yeah, man, man, you're killing it, man. You just got me. I'm about to tear up, bro. Like, that's a good Joseph. quote, man. A lot to yeah, say. Man. Yeah, like, okay, guys, just in case you just tune, tune into the video. And by the way, I saw your comment on YouTube, Les Walker. God bless you, man. Thank you for the blessing, man. So much needed. I pray that God overwhelms your life and your cup with all his blessings that he can muster up for you, which is a lot. So anyways, all right. So if you just now tune it in, this is we're going through a quote of the day that really touched me. You know how we do on my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads. We do quotes of the day sometimes when we break it down, we have a good time with it. But here goes the quote. God has put a promise in your heart. Maybe it's been years. Maybe it's been years. You tried and it didn't work out. You had some setbacks, but God is saying, begin again, start praying again, start expecting again. You get that last part, start expecting again. And Justin tore it up, man. Like he talked about Joseph. How many people in the Bible had to wait? That's the question, guys. How many people in the Bible was promised something by God and they had to wait on it? I'm preaching now. Like <laughs> it's, it's everybody. Like nobody got what they wanted when they asked for it. Like they didn't get what they wanted exactly at that time. I'm going to give you some examples. We got Hannah is a great example. Hannah wanted a child. She was barren. And she had to continually go to the temple when she she had to go to the synagogue with her husband, Elkanai, who had another wife named Peninnah, right? And Peninnah, every uh -huh. time Hannah had to see her at least two times a year, maybe more than that, every time she went to go see her for years, Peninnah would always tease her agitate her and hit her where it hurts the most mm. because Penina had children she had what hannah wanted mm. so how it didn't say exactly how Penina would agitate 
and just hurt and crushed Hannah, but she did. And this is probably a good example of how she did it. She had probably six or eight kids. It didn't say how many kids she had, but she had a lot. It said a lot. And so um, she, Penina probably had one of her kids ask Hannah, like, you know, why don't you have any children? What's wrong with you? You know, Penina got children. Do you not want any children? That's a stab in the wound. Like, and Penina was like, I don't know. She, maybe. I don't know, you know, but she would always try to embarrass and shame Hannah. And it said that Hannah went to go pray in the synagogue and she continually prayed and asked God for a child. And then it came to a certain point where she asked God exactly what God wanted her to ask, which was, you know, not just asking for a child, but basically saying, if you give me a child, I'll declare him to you. I'll dedicate him to you. He will be his whole life will be encompassed. And just circled around serving you and doing what God, doing what you want him to do, Lord. So that's when God blessed her with the child. And basically everything I'm going to say in this video and everything I'm pretty sure Justin's going to say is there's a reason for the wait. God is preparing you for something. He's working stuff out that you ain't ready for right now. And Hannah didn't get what she wanted. She was barren for so long and didn't have Samuel. Ooh, her one child was way more and achieved way more, was way better for the world, for the kingdom of God, all that stuff, than all of Peninnah's put together. Peninnah had all the children in the world. All Hannah had was Samuel. And what do you know about Samuel in the Bible? He's the one who anointed king, who anointed the first king of Israel, Saul, and he was a judge of the, uh, is one of the judges of Israel, just like Samson and Gideon and other people. And I'm just really doing a Bible study. That's not necessary. But anyways, guys, you guys get what I'm saying. Samuel did a lot. You, I know, if you don't know about Samuel, study him, man. He's one of the uh, huge prophet in the Bible, right? Yeah. So that's just one example, right? Uh, David, even like David, God professed long story short that David was gonna be king, and David had to, even though he was anointed king by Samuel, oh, by Samuel. Uh, out of all his, out of all his siblings, by the way, he was the one chosen. I'm not gonna talk about that, but anyways, he shouldn't have been chosen, but he was chosen. Right, because God wanted to choose him. Uh, David still had a waiting time to be king, and he waited years. I don't know how long it was, but it had to have been. I think he was chosen and anointed king, anointed to be king, like like eighteen or something, a really young age. And then he had to wait till he was like thirty or something. I don't know. It was a long time, long time, just like Joseph in prison before he became, uh, before his, just like his dream before his uh, brothers were bound down to him. It needed him for you know for, for, you know to give him food for the famine. But I mean, it's just stories like that, guys. There's a lot of stories in the Bible, right? So, yeah, man. Everybody got promises. Everybody got goals. Everybody got dreams and ambitions that they want to accomplish on a, in this earth. So, a quick question for you guys: Have you ever tried pursuing something in life and failed? I'm gonna ask you again: Have you ever tried pursuing something in life and failed? That's everybody. And if you ain't never failed, that means you ain't never tried nothing, right? And what's funny is, even when you try things that you're good at, you're, it's going to come a time where you're going to fail, right? And so, you know, whether you're doing a work for God or you're simply reaching, trying to reach a personal goal for yourself in life, right? Some of our efforts end up failing, right? That's straight facts right there. But one of my points is, you know, there's beauty in failure, but we can learn from it. And that's I'm going to wait to say that later on in the video. But, you know, sometimes in life, um, 
you know, sometimes life makes us feel stuck or just, you know, too messed up to begin again. And that's a lie from the devil, man. You don't need to stay stuck in whatever situation you're in right now, whatever mindset and negative perspective that you have. And no situation is too messed up that you can't begin again, right? You can't start over again. You can't uh, try again. You get what I'm saying, guys? So I know that blessed somebody, but uh, last thing I want to say, too, is, you know, God's still at work, man. Like, you may think God's done with you. That's a lie from the devil, man. You're still alive. You're still breathing. You're still here. I mean, God's still working. That means God's still moving. God still had, God is still in a miracle working business, just in case you forgot. So in saying that, yeah. he's still here. He's still present. He's not absent. He's omnipotent, omnipresent, omni, all that stuff, right? So, like... <laughs> You can rely on him. You can trust him, man. God's still at work, man. So stop downing him and stop uh, letting your failures dictate and limit God and limit what he can do for you. Your mishaps, your uh, mistakes. I can keep on going. Your setbacks. Is it too big for God to conquer? Are you kidding me? Like, so I'm gonna, I got a lot to say with that, actually. So all the rest of my points is tearing that part up. So, Justin, you want to go ahead before I go or, or you want me to keep on going? <laughs> yeah. One side of the other spectrum as well because we we all need balance like some, sometimes pushing for something that isn't part of god's plan as well although like a lot, a lot of times we will like, like keep trying at something that's a completely different failure though like sometimes and fail because that's part of our growth that's part of god's plan to like prepare us for what for whatever god has in store for us but then sometimes door on something, but we think we need to keep pushing. Man, like uh, um, like for on here right now, because man, he he has some great words on that. But an example of what he he had um, a land for his ministry, like a just like an area for his uh, his videos or for his uh, for just for all all his ministry activity, kept, like pushing for these lands that he thought were a good deal or pushing for these areas that he thought he called for um and man he's so in tune to god but like even even during that makes stuff work when we're trying to be responsible when we're trying to do life just everyone knows you have to work at life that's a given like it doesn't matter if you're christian or um you always have to work god doesn't make it easy sometimes he Sometimes he makes it harder. So we like Terry was trying to push for these lands, and they they it, they just kept falling through the door on him. Like sometimes he would even press more, but that door would stay closed. But then he got that was perfect for him. It there was a creek nearby for baptisms. There was a, for his drug rehab to um to go to. There was just just like plenty of space for him and his wife. It was like at a good price and that God was holding on to. So sometimes you'll fail because God doesn't necessarily want you to have. That's a different thing. And sometimes that's hard to tell. Like, like am I failing because like God does want me to do this? Or am I failing because failing because like the devil is trying to tempt me or discourage like terry is so in tune to the spirit but even he like didn't 
know that till the end. So sometimes you just really have to pray and be. It's tough sometimes. It's tough to listen to figure out what God wants you to do because you don't want to be like at it. But at the same yeah. time, there are times of quiet. There are um, peace that you just need to sit back and see what God has for you first before you just like start running. Right. And that goes back to that that thing somebody said in the comment section on the Instagram page about five years ago. They said that I did a post about failure, right? And it was one of those posts that essentially said, like, um, it's so many, you know, how many celebrities have failed, right? But yet they still succeeded, right? So, you know, it's I posted something like, um, you know, it talked about all celebrities that failed, but the main quote of of the whole entire post was if you never failed you never tried anything new right and it talked about how uh you know marilyn monroe was dropped by 20th century fox after one year because her producer told her that she wasn't pretty or talented enough to be an actress marilyn monroe and <laughs> that's just her like steve jobs at 30 years old he was left devastated and decompressed after being unceremonially removed from the company he started right so yeah they removed him from the company walt disney he was fired from a newspaper for lacking imagination and having no original yeah. ideas <laughs> <laughs> oh man albert einstein he wasn't able to speak until he was four years old and his teacher said he never could amount to much. Mm, that hurts me. Mm. Michael Jordan. Oh, if y'all didn't know this about Michael Jordan, it's fun fact. He was cut from his basketball team in seventh grade, his high school basketball team. He went home, he locked himself in a room and cried. Michael mm. Jordan, right? Like, mm. <laughs> so imagine he would have quit basketball, like because he failed. Like, and so the Christian told me in the comment section of a post like that that I posted of all people. All celebrities failing, right? He said, you know, as Christians, as believers, we never fail. We'll, we'll, we'll never struggle and fail because in Christ we're winners. We only win, baby. That's true. We only win in Christ. But you want to know something, too? You know, failure is necessary to go through, you know, as believers. You know, uh, failures are meant to draw us closer to God. That's really what it's supposed to do, you know. I can say a lot of other things, you know, what's the purpose of failure? But I had to like look for it. Yeah. Uh, one of my questions is, you know, what's the point of failure? You know, failure can be hurtful, but it's also beneficial, right? Failure can even be the thing that stretched you to do more than you thought you could do and push you to try other methods of doing things when one way doesn't seem to work. Because, you know, all of us got one path that we think is going to, you know, get us there. But there's another post that I post that said, you know, this is the path that we have towards our goal. It's just a straight line, right? <laughs> it's just a straight, perfect line. But in reality, when it comes to going to our goal, we go through ebbs and flows that just, you know, some are higher than other ones and then some are lower than other ones. But it's an ebb and flow to get to your goal. But the whole point is you don't stop, right? Like, I, I should share the picture and let Justin talk. But basically, you're going to go through... You're going to, in the valleys of life, those are the values, valleys, the lower areas, the rock bottoms, right? That's where you're going to struggle the most and go through the most crap, basically. The high tops are like the accomplishments, accomplishments and like the, 
you know, the successes in life and stuff like that, achievements. But you don't always stay at the mountaintop, right? You're going to go through some valleys when, you, when you're on this road and you're on this path. But you don't give up, right? You don't stop trying. Like, it's going to take work, man. Like, some people think it's supposed to be easy in the Christian life. It's supposed to be easy when you're in Christ. No, like, who wants it easy for in the Bible? Like, we just told you about Joseph. We told you about Hannah. That's just two examples. We didn't even tell you about the disciples, man. Or, like, uh, there's a lot of people, man. Like, but, um, yeah, I'll, I'll just leave it at that. But, uh, yeah, so when you when you get up after failure, you can actually become even more like Christ. You become a new creation. You become the creation that God intended you to be when you get up from failure. But you got to get up, right? You can't stay stuck in failure, right? You can't stay stuck in the setback. You can't stay in that negative mindset, which so many people do. They live in the past. They live. They never let the failure of yesterday be in the past. They just stay in the past when God wants you to move forward, right? So you got to see where I'm going at. Like failure is there and it happens to make you stronger, make you wiser, make you more mature, to make you better, much better, right? So much better. That's a song I'm going to say it in a minute. But, you know, it's but God uses failure to make us more like Christ, right? Did Christ fail? That's a deep question. Because <laughs> he, he really didn't. But did he struggle? Did he have trials? Did he have tribulations? That's a heck to the end. Like, did he struggle like the rest of us? You know, in the flesh, like you know, he faced the same temptations that every man faces. Yes, like so. Okay, did he conquer it though? Yes. So that's what we're called to do. Like, despite the failures, despite the mishaps and the trials and all that stuff, we're called to get over it. And how are you gonna get over it? You know, what did Jesus do? You know, he learned to ask God for help. Even he's God in the flesh, right? Why is he asking God for help? He was showing us an example of what we need to do. You know, we need to depend on God like a child depends on their parents. You know, failure, one of my biggest quotes is, you know, failure produces wisdom when we ask for it and maturity when we learn from it. You guys get it? So failure produces wisdom when we ask for it and maturity when we learn from it, right? So, yeah, man, like. I can't believe that guy said, you know, nobody, Christians, we don't fail. I never failed in my life. That means you ain't never tried nothing. You try things for Christ, you're going to fail. You're going to mess up. And you want to know some examples? Okay, nobody messed up before. All right, so, uh, you know, Justin, you got anything else before I go, man? Because I'm about to, like, really <laughs> break down all my stuff. No, go on. I want to hear what you have. All right, man. It's like you yeah, man, like, I got so much to share, but like I skipped. So like now I got to get back to where my notes were. But like anyways, guys, if you're just tuning in, because um, I saw somebody just joined. Uh, so we're doing a quote of the day on my YouTube channel, Upload Pass Crossroads, also on Justin Lee Howard's YouTube channel, a.k.a. Einstein, his YouTube channel, Chaplain Logs. All right, so here go. Is it Chaplain's Logs? With apostrophe S, right? Yeah, Chaplain's yeah, Logs. Right. Yeah. All right, so here goes the quote of the day. It says, God has put a promise in your heart. Maybe it's been years. You tried and it didn't work out. You had some setbacks, but God is saying, begin again. Start praying again. Start expecting again, right? So that's the quote, guys. And one of the things I want to say to you guys is, you know, there are times when failure just is just a means for us to realize that something should be done. Like Justin said a little earlier, or it should be done another way. Like 
a lot of times in life, we think that we have all the answers. We think that we're right about everything. We think that, you know, our way is the best way and it's the only way. Yes, Lord. Like, I know God's will and I know what it is, so I'm going to do it. And God makes, we experience failure. We experience hardships and setbacks because God's trying to humble us and tell us that we don't know everything. We don't got it all situation. When that Christian said, we don't never fail in Christ, that's a lie. Come on now. Because if you really are on fire for God, like Peter, Peter's a great example. You're going to fail because you're going to be so fired up in some areas that you really shouldn't be fired up in. Like, And then you're so prideful in some areas that you need to be humbled in it. And God will definitely humble you. That's what he did with Peter. Like, it's, it's on so many levels, right? And then another thing I got to say, you guys, is, you know, at times failure also means that we aren't ready yet and we need to prepare more. So I said that earlier, but let's get to my other stuff. So, yeah. So one of my things is I'm going to paint the picture that even God's servants fail, right? So the Bible reveals various times when servants of God failed in one way or another, right? So David failed to uphold God and sin, which angered God, right? You guys... I think he did it more than once, but mainly with Bathsheba, right? That's the main one that everybody knows. But God still continued to use him as the king of Israel, right? Moses is a good example, right? Like, it sucks, uh, but, yeah, it's different with him. I'm not even going to mention him. So <laughs> I'm going to focus on people God still use. So, like, uh, Peter, you know, Peter failed to stand up for Christ, and he denied him three times, right? You remember Jesus promised Peter, Peter said, I will never deny you. I'll never forsake you. I'll be with you forever. I'll die with you, Jesus. And he had all the disciples rallying with him saying, yeah, Jesus, we'll die with you. And, yeah. and uh, Jesus told Peter, he promised him, he said, you know, before the rooster crow, you'll deny me three times. And what did Peter do? Deny him three times, guys. And then the rooster crowed, and it said that Jesus looked from afar. So Jesus was a far way away, and Peter was there where Jesus was when they were you know, putting him in prison and beating him and all that stuff. And it said that Jesus looked at him when the third rooster crowed. So I'm at, just imagine how that feels if Peter's looking at Jesus being beat down and everything. The rooster crows a third time, Peter realizes it, and then you just see Jesus looking at you like this. Like, you know, come on, man. And yet, what did God do with Peter? He still used him. He, Jesus promised that you'll be the rock, right? I'm going to still use you. He promised him way before that failure. Because he Jesus knew he was gonna fail him, and that's something else, too. You know, God knows that you're gonna fail him at times, too. So, you know, have you ever failed at something for the Lord, right? And so, uh, yeah, so many quotes in Bible verses to use with that, but I'm gonna use just one, right? And it's uh, Proverbs chapter 24, verse 16. So, Proverbs chapter 24, verse 16. Everybody knows the scripture first, it's so powerful, man. It says, um for a just man, a just man falls seven times and rises up again, but the wicked fall into mischief. And that last part is so powerful. So different versions say different things, but it's saying the same thing. Like the that's the King James version. The New King James version reads: For a righteous man fall seven times and rise again, but the wicked shall fall by calamity, or the wicked stumble when calamity strikes. Right. So the whole point is, you know. Fall down seven times, stand up eight. Eight is greater than seven. So as a believer in Christ, you know, success is falling down seven times, but getting back up eight, right? So in Christ, Christ helps you to get back up again. Christ gets, helps you to begin again, like the quote of the day says. Christ helps you and, and empowers us and fills us up to never stop trying, never stop believing, never stop praying, never stop expecting. And so you may fall sometimes. 
but you got to get back up. And that's what Proverbs chapter 24, verse 16 is talking about. It tells us, <laughs> it tells us that you know the righteous will fall, right? It said that the righteous fall seven times. You're gonna fall in life, guys. You're gonna fail in life. That guy that said Christians never fail. No, they don't. Mm -hmm. no. Not <laughs> what kind of life is that? If, if you just never failed at all and just life was perfect and you just never made a mistake, never had setbacks. Come on. Would you lean on God and depend on God and go for God for help? That's a heck to the no, right? So, uh, you know, even those who have received the gifts of Christ, righteousness and redemption will fall down. So just because you're saved don't mean you're not going to make mistakes. You're not going to fail, right? But we are never intended to stay down. See, that's what Christ does for us. He helps us and empowers us to, to try again, to repent, to turn around. You're going to always turn around. You, you Sometimes you're gonna backslide. I'm from facts, right? But you can always turn back around and get back on the right track. Jesus wants all of us to be back on the right track. And you know, fun fact, you know, two of the most common things that make us doubt ourselves are our past failures and the fear of failing again. And I'm here to tell you, you need to bump that out your head. Like failure is inevitable, right? In order to succeed, you have to learn how to fail. But you, when you do fail, you got to learn how to have bad memory like a quarterback. There ain't no quarterback in the NFL that has ever had a season where they just don't throw an interception or they don't turn the ball over. You're going to turn the ball over. You're going to have interceptions. I had somebody tell me in football before missing tackles, right? Like I used to always – I'm a perfect – I'm a perfectionist. So anytime I missed a tackle, it just got to my head. So that's why I don't play football no more. More because I, <laughs> I never learned when I was younger that you're gonna miss some tackles in life, man. You're gonna fumble the ball sometimes, man. You're gonna miss some kicks, right? The reason why they're in the NFL is because they don't let the failure stop them, right? They don't let it get to their head. Okay, I failed. I missed. I had a bad game. Well, Russell Westbrook. That's what they call him, Russell Westbrook, right? Uh, because he's breaking the ball and he can't shoot. <laughs> hitting the ball on the backboard when he shoot, but he's still in the NBA. He's still trying. He ain't gave up. He's in the NBA. Matter of fact, he's one of the 75 greatest players of all time in the NBA history. So, like, talk all you want. Dude's a GOAT. <laughs> like, he's up there. He's better than you. <laughs> like, yeah, man, like, it's just so, so much to take with that. So, like, this is the Christian life, man. Like, you got you to gotta have bad memory, man. You got to – you can't live in the past, right? And I said the two most common things – uh, that make us doubt ourselves, right? That makes uh, makes us just not move and stay stuck in life is our past failures in the fear of failing again, right? But Proverbs 24, 16, that verse I read, you know, we fall seven times, but we get back up eight. Boy, can I get an amen? We get back up eight, bro. That's what God promises us, man. So you got to throw off the guilt, throw off the regret, throw off the shame, man. Throw off the uh, fear that has weighed you down and has held you back. Like, why are you holding on to it? That's something you should be giving to Jesus. And uh, I don't know if you know this song, Justin. It's called We Fall Down, But We Get Up. And it's by Donnie uh, McClurk McClurkin, right? So we fall down, but we get up, all right? And let me just share it. I'm going to share the, my screen real quick. And I, I'm not going to play the song because then I get banned for copyright. But this is the oh, song man. right here, just in case if anybody's interested in listening to it, right? So it's by Donnie McClurkin. And as we fall down, but we get up, right? And so if we look at the lyrics, should already had it popped up, but I, I didn't think I wanted to read the lyrics, but I'm going to read some of it. It says, we fall down, but we get up. We fall down, but we get up. For a saint is just a sinner who fell down, 
but we couldn't stay there and got up, right? And so the whole song, they basically just say, get back up again, you know, get back up again, get back up again. For a saint, it's just a sinner who fell down and got back up again, right? So, and you know, instead of giving up, Jesus empowers us to get up, right? Get up. This is the whole point of life. God wants you to learn how to get back up again, to begin again, start praying again, start expecting again. This is the whole point of life. And if you ain't expecting nothing, you ain't going to get nothing, right? If you stop praying and stop asking God for help, what can he do for you? He can only go as far as your faith allows him to, right? So if you start doubting him and you start, and you, and you start giving up, how are you going to see miracles? You're not, right? So some yeah. people have given up and quit and laid down and let the devil win, right? But we're trying to expand God's kingdom. And like Justin said, man, there's so many promises of God that people want to see coming to fruition in this world that God has placed in their heart. You know, so many visions, so many dreams that God's placed in their heart. But man, you're just staying down, laying down, man. You got to get up, man. So last thing I want to say, Justin, before I forget. So in getting up, we can choose to try again with our kids, you know, in our jobs, in our marriages, in our ministries, in everyday relationships with people, in our failures, and in our mistakes, right? But we can trust, uh, because we can trust that although we fall, God will help us up, right? So God is there to lift you up and to help you up at all times and help you. But you got to lean on him. You got to depend on him. This is the whole point of failure. You want to know why you fail? This is it. This is the point of life. Like me and Justin have been talking about, Revelation 21 22. This is just a world order right now, right? And they're going to be like this forever in the eternal state, in the new Jerusalem, in the new kingdom, and how heaven and the new heaven and new earth is going to be for all time, the new Jerusalem. It's not going to be like that. That's just this world order, right? This is how God wants you to get to know him. And uh, Psalms 37 23, verse 24, you know, you need to listen to this promise. And I'm going to insert me and Justin's name in here, right? So I'm going to do it first with me and then I'm going to do it with Justin, right? So Psalms 37, 23 to 24 is telling you, you need to get back up again because this is what God's doing for you. This is a promise from God. It says, the steps of Sean are established by the Lord and God delights in Sean's ways, right? He can only delight in my ways if I'm obeying him, if I'm living to glorify him. Am I going to mess up? Yes, because this is what it says. When Sean falls, Sean will not be hurled headlong, Right? Because the Lord is the one who holds Sean's hand, right? Now, let me read Justin. This is a promise of, this is God's promise in Psalms 37, verse 23. Because in life, you're going to fall down. But you need to learn how to get back up again. You need, you need to learn how to try again. You need to stop getting so discouraged and just letting the devil win and living in defeat. Are you living in a, a you need to live a victorious life, guys. And this is what God's trying to tell you. You fall down seven times, you get up eight. Here goes Justin, man. The steps of Justin are established by the Lord. Right, and God delights in Justin's ways. Psalms 37 23. Now, Psalms 37, verse 24. That next verse when Justin falls, Justin will not be hurled headlong because the Lord is the one who holds Justin's hand. Right, so as a believer, as a saint of God, this is what happens, man. You're gonna fall down, you're gonna fail, you're gonna mess up, but you want to know who's there to lift you up? God is, man. He, he, he never leaves the righteous forsaken, man. He won't let his children go in. Uh, begging for bread. He got you. He got you covered, man. God will take care of you, man. All right, I'm done. So let's say what that. <laughs> My bad, Justin. <laughs> no, you're good. It's good. I like it. <laughs> Did you have anything else with that? Yeah. What you were saying with about fear really spoke to me too. 
like uh, I was actually listening to this marriage conference with uh, my wife, Gal. I think it's unrelated, but we were talking about our psychosis, like our fears, like, like things are family of origins, things that affect us growing up, like things that we don't are ingrained in our, our mind. Like sometimes that's that's exactly what fear is. Like fear is logical or makes sense sometimes, but like something in our past, like failures or not how we wanted to, like like they stick with us, man. They're ingrained into our minds. We don't want to take, take that risk or we don't want to step out to try something or to try something again more important. It's because like we are too, too afraid of something because like something and not hurt once i don't want to be hurt again but, but man what does the bible say about that it says like, drives out fear we have to realize that god is the forefront of this it's like god is leading this endeavor like like we have to believe that tensions in mind man he, god, god's not gonna mislead us uh but what's the thing that jesus god is a loving father he's not his kids aren't going to ask for bread and he gives us stones. Like God's interest in mind. It's yeah, it's going to be scary. But like, if we believe that God loves us, God has put people in our lives that love us and want to take care of us. Like we can strike out that it's hard, hard to get over things that you don't know you have a problem with. Sometimes you're acting a certain way, but man, we have to break that stuff down. We have to identify the things we're afraid to do again and get back out there. Like we have to get back on that horse and just, uh, what it has for us. Mm-hmm. So I think it's also very important that we just, we do some introspection. Like we just figure out, man, why am I afraid to step out? Because sometimes, sometimes it was because we were hurt before. God has his best intentions in mind. Yeah. yeah, man. One of the last things I want to say too, man. There's so many Bible verses that pertain to what me and Justin been talking about. But uh, just in case anybody looking again, because I mean, I don't, I don't. This is a live video, so I don't get to edit it, and I always have the quote on the screen when I want it to show up often, so people know what we're talking about. But this is a quote of the day video on my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads, and on Justin's YouTube channel, Chaplain's Vlog. And this is a quote me and Justin are breaking down. You know, God has put a promise in your heart. Maybe it's been years. You tried and it didn't work out. You had some setbacks, but God is saying begin again and start praying again and start expecting again, right? And so with that quote, I want to read these Bible verses, right? So think about that quote uh, with these Bible verses. So Philippians 3, 12 through 14 reads, you know, not that I already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that which Christ took hold of me, right? So basically Paul's looking and he's pressing towards taking hold of all the treasures that God has in store for him, all the blessings that God has in store for him. That's what he's fighting for. He's fighting a good fight of faith because he hasn't arrived at his fullest potential, at his highest potential, at his uh, best life, whatever you want to call it, in Christ yet, right? You get what I'm saying? He hasn't arrived at the goal, right, of becoming more and more like Christ of being everything that God created you for and intended you to be with all the grace that he's given you. You know, 1 Corinthians 15, 10, Paul again, right? So brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself 
yet to have taken hold of it. I haven't taken hold of this yet, so I'm gonna keep on striving, right? But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. So if you're living in the past, what you need to do, you need to do what Paul's doing. You know, he said, I count my accomplishments in this world as rubbish, right? Because that, that's not my goal. My goal is to store up treasures in heaven, to live for Christ, right? So I'm forsaking all my accomplishments, all my successes. So if you allow your successes and your accomplishments to even define you, you shouldn't live like that because you shouldn't live in, in base your because what's your gonna be your life without basketball, you know, for Michael Jordan? Like Michael Jordan can just let all his life be about basketball. He don't play no more. So what can he do to shut up the haters when they saying LeBron James is the GOAT instead of him? Right. So basketball was his identity, his only identity. He'd be miserable, right? <laughs> like so, and he's this, he's a person too, right? Like Beyonce, she ain't gonna be beautiful forever. She's she gonna she lucky, she'll be 90, and she ain't gonna look like she does now. Uh she ain't my type, but you guys get what I'm saying. Like, so <laughs> like, yeah, we gotta forget what's in the past, man, and, and strain towards what's ahead. God's doing a new thing. That's another verse I'm gonna say in a minute. So I press toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus, man. So you need to start again. You need to start expecting again. You need to start praying again. You need to begin again. Try again, right? Because this is what we're pressing towards. You're going to fail in the process of trying to attain all the riches that God has in store for you. And riches is more than just money, guys. I'm not talking about storing up treasures in heaven. I'm talking about expanding the kingdom of God and you receiving crowns on your head and glory, guys. That's what I'm talking about, man. Uh, Luke chapter 22, verse 31 to 32. Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift you all, sift all of you as wheat. This is what Jesus is promising to Peter, right? He promised Peter, you're going to struggle. You're going to, you're going to fail, right? But be of good cheer because this is what's going to happen. Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for you, Simon. That your faith may not fail, right? Because it's gonna fail, but your faith, you're gonna fail, but your faith's not, right? And then this is what he's the last thing he said to Simon Peter. He said, And when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. He's promised, man, you're gonna fail, man. You're gonna turn away sometimes, but always come back to me. And then comfort others when they're turning back from me to always come back to me because they can always come back to me, right? And I wanna use the disciples as an example, guys. Like, I did a video uh, on my YouTube channel a long time ago. Justin, I don't even know if you know about this, man. I, I never really said it to you before. But I not, maybe you, this is probably when you joined Life Group or right, right before you joined Life Group. But uh, I did this video titled A Message on Failure on my YouTube channel, right? And I used this text, Matthew 26, 31 to 46. And with this text, um, it was just talking about basically how, you know, Peter and the disciples all said that they weren't going to fail Jesus, right? They all said that they will always be there for him, and they believed in him, right? But did they always believe in him when circumstances, when crap hit the fan, right? A good example is like when the storm came and the winds blew, right? And then they were on a boat, and then Jesus was walking on water. <laughs> so then they, they thought Jesus was a ghost, right? Like <laughs> So they were scared. And they're like, oh my gosh, like it's it's Jesus, right? And they figured out it was Jesus. And then only person that said I want to walk on the water and in the midst of the storm was Peter. Because Peter had faith that he could walk on water too, if Jesus was walking on water, and Jesus and Jesus if Jesus empowered him to walk on water, which is faith, right? But then we know when he started walking on water, he took first of all, he did better than all the rest of the disciples just from that standpoint, right? But then he walked on the water and then the winds and the waves were blowing. 
So much so that he started looking around and then he started drowning. His faith failed him. That's one example of how the disciples' faith failed him on both sides, right? You see it, but it's okay, right? The whole point is showing, the whole point is showing Jesus' glory, right? That's the whole point, right? In the midst of their failures. Another failure was like one, one of, uh, how many times did the disciples fail? I don't know, Justin, can you think of anything like, um, like, yeah, when, uh, uh, this this story in Matthew 26, 31 to 46, I can't remember the text, but I just know like before Jesus was crucified and they were in the garden against sin me. Yeah, that's what it is. When they were in the garden against sin me, Jesus yeah. had the three that are always with him, right? It was Peter, James, and John, I think, right? But um, yeah, they were always with Jesus and Jesus needed a friend because Jesus said, I'm about to be crucified. I'm about to be buried. So I want my friends with me, man. And so Jesus is praying in the garden of Gethsemane, blood sweating down, right? And he kept on going back to the disciples, those three disciples that were with him, to wake them up, saying, man, I need you to pray for me. I need you to stay awake. And they kept on dozing off, falling asleep while Jesus was praying vehemently, right? That's the word I'm going to use. Like, fervently, man, he was, Jesus was struggling. And Jesus was always a friend to them, but when Jesus needed a friend, who was Jesus' friend, right? So... <laughs> Oh man, they were they were awful, right? Like, but are we awful too? Do we fail Jesus like that too? Are we a friend of God and Jesus all the time, 24-7? Like, that's another example. But anyways, uh, we all know the third way is the disciples when Jesus was crucified. Where were they? They weren't there. Only John was there, right? So mm. when Jesus came back from the, he even told them, like, you guys aren't gonna be with me when I'm crucified. You guys are gonna be scared. Peter, you you're even gonna deny me three times. And what did Jesus do when he came back, when he rose from the dead? First person he asked for was Peter, who denied him three times, who denied him the most out of everybody, right? He asked for Peter, right? Because he said, um, he, told, he promised him, you know, you're going to be the rock where I build the church on, right? I think that he said something like that, right? But anyways, like the disciples failed Jesus continually. You, you get what I'm saying? But Jesus still chose to use them despite their failure. You guys see what I'm saying? So like God could do the same thing for you, man. Just try again, you know, in the midst of the failure. Like there's so much to say with that. But yeah, do you have anything else, Justin? Man, no. It, I just love the stories about the disciples because, man, that's saying about uh, Nehemiah. They're just like average Joes. Like they were like rabbis or religious consultants. They they were like you and me. God still used them, and they kept going and look at all they accomplished mm -hmm. like it's a blessing that god doesn't call just, just the qualified he qualifies the called to be an average joe like us that has to fail a couple of times before we get to where god yeah yeah man another verse i have for week us is second corinthians 5 17 it relates to this as well man like you know, it says, therefore, if anybody being in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Right. So the Apostle Paul in Second Corinthians is reminding us that we don't have to stay stuck in our mistakes because we have been made new in Christ. Right. And Paul reminds the, Cor the Corinthian Christians here in Second Corinthians uh, 5, 17, you know, he's like he's reminding us today that when we place our hope in Christ Jesus, we are made new, right? So everything about us is made new, and that includes our mindset, our perspective, right? There's power in the mind, right? 
man, like, according to your faith, let it be done unto you. So what do you believe God can do, right? Like, you need to stop limiting yourself from your in your past, right? And I'm going to really talk about that in a minute. But our relationship with Christ, you know, will not in, will not enable anyone to change their past, right? Nobody can change their past. The past is undoable, right? But it will make our future new in him, right? So we may have felt tethered to our mistakes, but God says, I will give you a new lens with which to view your life. And this is what Christ does for us. This is the power of faith in Christ, man. He makes all of us new. Every day is a new day. It's a new beginning, right? And that's beautiful, man. Like, you guys know what a new day feels like. A new day is a new day. And you stop living in the past. Like, it's new. It's a new month, a new beginning, a new year. You guys get what I'm saying, man? So stop staying tethered. That's the word I use. You know, we may feel tethered to our mistakes and our failures, but God says, I will give you a new lens with which to view your life, right? To have the right perspective about your life. So stop staying tied down, weighed down, chained up, bind up. The last time me and Justin did a video, I used the word fettered. Like stop staying chained up. Stop putting your feet chained up to your past and to your failures and to your setbacks, man. You don't have to stay shackled and restrained anymore, man. Like God wants to unleash you, right? He wants to release you from all the shackles that are burning you down, right? That's weighing you down. So this is the point of the Christian life, man. You know, mistakes in your life do not define you. God does. And Jesus is trying to make all of us new every single day, to be a new creature, a new creation, even more like Christ, right? So though you may have failures in your past, there's hope for you in the future. You can start over. You can begin again. This is the whole point of the video, guys. You see where we're going at? So whether it's a relationship, a bad habit, or a terrible mistake, no matter what it is, you can begin again. You can start over again, man. So we do not have to be stuck in our mistakes of our past. We can begin again and embrace the hope for our future. So do you believe this, right? Do you believe God for this? Or, you know, do you believe that there's no hope for you? <laughs> do you believe it's all over for you? Or do you believe that God cannot make all things new in your life? These are lies, guys. <laughs> like, so, man, God's trying to do some stuff for us, man. So that's the whole point of today's quote, guys. Like, today's quote was, um, if I can find it on my screen. Yeah, today's quote was, you know, God has put a promise in your heart. Maybe it's been years. You tried and it didn't work out. You had some setbacks, but God is saying, begin again, start praying again, and start expecting again. So. Justin, you had anything else, man? No. Say, like, he's a God of second chances. Like, that's mm -hmm. what grace is. Oh. Um, we are able to keep going because God's going to back us up on that. So we can't forget about it. Yeah, man. And something else, too, I want to say, too, you know, none of us are perfect. Like, Hannah Montana song, Miley Cyrus. You guys remember on Disney Channel. Nobody's perfect. I gotta work it again and again till I get it right. <laughs> I don't know why you know that. <laughs> hey, I loved Hannah Montana, man, growing up. I really did. I ain't gonna lie. I watched every episode. <laughs> every time it was on, too. It, even if it was a rerun. And I never watched reruns. But anyways, guys, uh, yeah, God is perfect and we aren't. Fun fact. Right? So stop <laughs> stop expecting you to get everything right and everything goes smoothly. It's fine. Get used to stuff. Get used to stuff hitting the fan, right? Crap hitting the fan. You guys know what I'm trying to say, man. So God wants us to remember that following him is not about avoiding failure or being perfect. It's about accepting our weakness and becoming more dependent on his perfect love and power at work in us. 
You guys get it? All right. So the truth is we will sometimes fail to be who we want to be, you know, but we will get closer to who we are meant to be every time we fall or fail and then choose to take God's hand so we can get back up again. Right. You'll miss out on seeing God at work when you give up, when you quit, when you refuse to try again, when you refuse to get back up again, etc. Right. You guys get where I'm going at, man. So and I just want to use the last thing I want to say is I'm going to use this analogy. I did a video about babies, guys. I don't know if you guys remember being a baby, but I sort of one question I like asking everybody all the time is like, what's your what's your earliest childhood memory? Right. What's your earliest childhood memory? And I remember a few things about being a baby. Right. But one thing you won't see in, from a baby is a baby quitting and giving up. Right. Like everybody had to learn how to walk. Everybody had to learn how to run. You didn't. You ain't just come from the womb from your mom's womb and just start happening. No, you have to fall down. You have to fail. You have to keep on getting back up again like a baby, right? And so the powerful thing about this is just imagine if a baby gave up walking. Just imagine you gave up walking as a baby where you would be. You would never have known what it meant to walk. You would never have known what it meant to run. How would you go about through life? Like, you know? And so, you know, a baby sees other people walking and they know, you know, eventually I can be able to do that. So they just keep on trying. And then what helps them too is they have other people motivating motivating them saying, man, you can walk, man. You can you can walk. Just keep on trying. Got the parents saying, come on, you can do it. You can do it. And they keep on falling. They cry and cry. But in order to succeed, what you got to keep on doing, you got to fail. You got to keep on trying. You got to, you got to get back up. Right. So yeah, man, we can conquer anything that we face in life is the same thing. You know, if you could do that as a baby, why are you giving up on things now, man? Like it's a, it's a process. Like it took time for you to be learn how to walk. So it's going to take time for these goals and these dreams, these God inspired dreams. It's God inspired. This God inspired. It's going to take, it's, it's going to take an act of God. Like, you know? <laughs> it's going to take you obeying him in order to get that blessing. Right. Cause it takes obedience to even get to the place that, God wants you to be right. You guys get what I'm saying, man. Yeah. So yeah, never stop trying again. Never stop beginning again, man. That's the only way you're gonna receive the victory, man. You know, other people have conquered what you're trying to get to right now. And even if it's something different, man, other people have conquered and, and overcame obstacles and hardships and stuff like that and failure, and they succeeded. So if God could do it for them, he could do it for you too. So that's the end of the video, man. Mm -hmm. Justin, I think you're good, right? Yeah. I'm good man you tore that up that's awesome man you did too man so yeah guys you know the drill man make sure to uh support our social media pages i want to share my social media page with you guys real quick um i should have shared it at the beginning of the video but guys i'm telling you right now go please 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 go to my social media pages my instagram my twitter are fire i will show you right now but we need to hurry up and close so you know just follow me on all my social media platforms man i'm telling you man every one of them are lit so I got the best social media pages ever. I put a lot of effort in all of them. And all the videos I do are, are tethered and tied to <laughs> what I'm doing uh, on YouTube and stuff. So, all right. And then we got uh, Einstein's YouTube channels as well. So subscribe to his YouTube channel. Watch all his videos. Like, comment, share. Same thing on my social media platforms. Like, comment, share all of our content, all our stuff. Uh, so this is his YouTube channel, Chaplain Lots. And then you can befriend him on Facebook as well. At Justin Lee Howard, are you here? And then make sure to DM us if you guys have any questions or you want us to do a video on anything. 
And uh, yeah, leave us a comment, man. If this video inspired you, or touched you, and everything, or if we're, what we're doing, inspiring you and touching you and stuff. But anyways, guys, thanks so much for tuning in. I pray you guys really enjoyed this video. And remember to keep on trying. Don't stop trying. Don't give up. Don't ever give up, man. Guys at work, man. And he's going to bless you if you just keep on being faithful. That's what it means to be faithful, man. By trying and getting up again. The righteous fall seven times, but they're going to get back up eight. So God's coming. He's going to bless you. He's going to get you through what you're going through, man. Just keep on believing and don't give up. All right. So that's the video, guys. I'll talk to you guys later. Peace out.